<clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Every Single Movie. This is Episode 3, Spider-Man 3. This is the show where we go back through different series of movies, and we review every single movie in that series. I'm one of your hosts, John Paul, joined by the illustrious Lucas Lawrence. How you doing, man? I'm all right. How about you, sir? Doing solid. Doing solid. All right. All right. Uh, cool, cool. So we're we, we we just finished up the first two movies the last couple of weeks, uh, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man series. Man. It's been fun. It's it's was it's a first time experience for you with all three of these movies, correct? All three. Yeah, it's been a ride. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's been interesting just because it's been so long since I've seen these movies. I saw Spider-Man one like a couple years ago, but it was like a good like eight to ten years since I I've seen uh, Spider-Man two. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's what kind of makes Spider-Man 3 unique for both of us is because neither of us have actually seen this movie. I, it's, I'm so excited to talk about this. It's, I'm, I'm so ready. And obviously, Spider-Man 3 has a reputation that precedes itself uh, as far and away the worst Spider-Man movie and one of the most disappointing Spider or, uh, superhero movies. Like, there have been a lot of bad superhero movies, but it's definitely probably the most probably one of the most disappointing just in general. Whew. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> It'll be interesting to get into. It'll be interesting <laughs> to get into. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to jump into the movie, uh, run through kind of the overall plot, and just discuss it as we go. Um, so, yeah, let's jump into it. So, Spider-Man 3, another three-minute opening credit sequence, and we jump yeah. into Peter Parker in college kind of a thing. Uh, mm -hmm. And right off the bat, the first thing I noticed was uh, he so, – so, basically, it sets up that his life has gotten a lot better. Since kind of where we saw him at his low points in Spider-Man 2. It's like, hey, mm -hmm. everything's going well for him. Uh, you know, it's just just he's got the girl. He's People love him as Spider-Man. He's getting the grades. You know, people love Peter Parker and they love Spider-Man. Like just life, he's on cloud nine, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's when and things... he does. I just, spoiler alert, he does C9 big time this movie. <laughs> Huge C9. Huge C9. Yeah. You're not an Overwatch fan. Uh, I'm I'm very sorry. <laughs> that's that's on you. That's on you. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, he he's got everything going for him, uh, but but it kind of sets up that as as time goes on, throughout the course of the film, we kind of see him start to kind of let things get to his head, which is kind of what the beginning and it the way the beginning of the movie sets up is it it kind of leads you towards that, but just some things as it's running through these opening sequences for the first like twenty maybe thirty minutes. Uh, first off, he's in college class, right? He's doing really well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's where we're introduced to Gwen Stacy for the first time, who is played by Bryce Dallas Howard, which I did not <laughs> realize. From I, I, the only other thing I've seen her in is like Jurassic World, I think. Yeah, uh, I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'll be interesting. We'll rank the Gwens after we finish Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, uh, okay. That's we're just gonna rank everything. That's how this works. Oh man, that's gonna okay, end poorly, just, but it's fine. I just want to point out this is not a. This is not a sexist thing. This is who did we prefer playing the role of Gwen Stacy? Okay. All right, just All right. making that right. clear. That's fine. I'm just that's fine. I just want to. Hey, feel hey, we, we did it with Spider Man too. It's equal opportunity. We we'll, we'll be doing it with yes. Spider Man, so it's okay. Yep. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so we introduced to her uh, when he's sitting in class at the college, uh, in the and he gets like stuff thrown at him or whatever. I don't remember what happens. Anyway, they like prank him. And stuff in in class. I was like, yeah. Nobody in college does that. Like 
Unless ever. it's like I, I've never experienced this, but the only the only possibility I could see it is like if it's a friend that sits behind you in class right. and they're doing it just totally as a joke and lightheartedly. Yeah, exactly, but exactly. Even still, that's not realistic. No, no. Like high school, sure. I've never been to high school, so I assume that's how it works. But like, I go to a state university. Like <laughs> nobody does. Everyone minds their own business. Like it's great. I love college. Yeah. Uh, it's really nice, actually. <laughs> I love it when people leave me alone. That's my favorite thing ever. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So uh, we go through that stuff. It's, you know, whatever. Um, we see him. Uh, he goes to see Mary Jane is in a big Broadway play, finally. Like, her dream's coming true and stuff. Yeah. And I actually looked it up, and she – so there's two musical numbers that Mary Jane sings in this movie. And Kirsten mm-hmm. Dunst actually sings both of those numbers. I herself. wondered. Is it, so that's her actual voice. That is her actual voice. It, it's she actually, like, very really well. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was impressed. I was impressed. I was like, dang. Because, um, yeah, she, like, pre-recorded and then dubbed over, but they, they, it was all her vocals, which I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, but as, as again, it's kind of setting up Peter for all this great stuff, things like that. Um, we jump over to the Sandman. And I'll say there are three villains in this movie. Three main villains. Three. Besides Spider-Man himself. Oh. There's way too many. Uh, first off, we've got Sandman. Um, and I think I think many other people have said this, but I, I think Sandman is probably the most interesting of the three. Uh, maybe the most interesting, but was he the most necessary? That's a great question. I we'll get to this. I think largely he was based off of the point of the movie which i think i think the biggest yeah. problem with this movie is it kind of does a poor job of making its point and i but i think he does the best job of trying to make that point yeah. uh which which we'll we'll get to we'll get to later on but i think basically the point of the movie has to do with making a choice right the idea mm-hmm. that you have all of this power you have all of this ability it ultimately comes down to what you choose to do and then the idea that we all have a choice to be good mm-hmm. or to be bad um, because after all, with great power comes great responsibility. That's exactly it, dude. I actually uh, I was at work the other day and we were rewatching. Uh, we had like a movie day at like the end uh, end of Friday, uh, so like after we were done with oh, work, yeah. uh, we like hung out and stuff for a little bit. We watched like half of Into the Spider Verse, uh, nice. and the the line that uh, Miles's dad from that says is, uh, "What was it? With great oh. ability comes great accountability." <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "That's so good. <laughs> I love that so yeah. much." <laughs> I can't um, wait to review that movie. Oh, that's going to be so good. That's going to be so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, sorry. I digress. But And I think – I'm just going to jump to this now because we're already here. I, I yeah. think the problem with this movie is you get to the end of it. And the, the, the whole idea like, – they explain the – because I was like, all right, what's the – because I was kind of like, all right, what's the point we're going for here? And at the end of the mm-hmm. movie, they're basically – they kind of tell you the point, which, again, is I think why it doesn't work as well either. But they're like, look, it, it ultimately comes down to choice, right? You, you make the choice to be good. You make the choice to be bad. Um and I think the Sandman best represents that because he's he's kind of in some like, like he, again it's it's the idea that he wants to do good but he made a bad decision right mm-hmm. and because that's what he, he tells Spider Man at the end basically he's like hey I I needed to help my daughter um, you know I didn't have a choice and Spider Man says we all we always have a choice 
-hmm. Like, I understand that the situation your daughter was in and stuff, but you still made the choice to to kill my uncle to to be a bad person is like the idea. And he forgives him at the end, right? Which is Mm -hmm. Spider-Man's choice, right? Spider-Man has the choice to forgive him or not. And he does choose to forgive him, which I think is great. It's also, and again, I'll get to this later. I'm sorry. I'm just going all over the place. But that's (laughs) why I think that's why Venom doesn't work in this movie. It's because I never, you never see Eddie Brock struggle with that choice. He's just like bad from the get-go. But we'll get to that. I'm really sorry. I just keep going off on a tangent. But, <laughs> yeah. So, All right, uh, so we've got Spider-Man in college. He's getting bullied still in college. Also, I, I just wanted to point out really quick, I don't know if this has ever been talked about uh, in the other two podcasts. Dr. Connors is the professor. It's a great cameo. I'm an idiot. Who's Dr. And we Connors? we have never talked about it. Um, I remember Dr. Okay. Connors. Oh, wait. Have You haven't seen the first Amazing Spider-Man like I have. No, I've never well, seen, I haven't that's, seen it. But... That's the other Spider-Man movie I haven't seen. Okay. You will understand the reference when we watch the next... When, when the next By the time the next podcast comes out, you and the audience will understand that cameo. Okay. I'm excited. It's, it's really interesting. Okay. I yeah. Yes. If, if it's what I'm thinking of, because I could be wrong. I'm excited but about that. I don't that. think I am. I'm 100% excited about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of the whole, yeah, we're, yeah, this this is going to be a little bit different from other episodes. I'm just going to jump around. I have so many thoughts on this movie. Uh, the so stuff with Dr. Say. Connors. So, yeah, we're just, yeah, we're just all over the place. So, eventually, we get introduced to Venom. We'll come back to the plot at some point. But uh, when we get introduced to the symbiote, right? So, like, the, the rock meteorite crashes, yes. and it's like, there's this sludge, which I'm like, this is exciting. This is strange. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's like they kind of use him to, like, explain the sludge. He's like, it's a symbiote. These are in nature. I'm like, what the heck? That's – no. That's not – how like, symbiotes are, like, animals that get along and they help each other. Like, yeah, a symbiotic relationship is, like – let's so let's say you have – this is a poor example because I haven't taken biology in a little while. But let's say you have, like, a, a parasite or something in your body. Or like yep. an animal has it, but the parasite being inside an animal's body is beneficial both to the host and to the creature dwelling inside of it. That's what a symbiotic relationship is. Exactly. And that is absolutely not what we have with Venom at mm-hmm. all. And it's especially not. this Venom, because it's not like, and I'm going to say this, I hate the new, I don't hate, I really dislike the new Venom movie. Which but, I haven't seen. But it, it's very much like the symbiote needs a host. Mm-hmm. And in some respects, the host kind of needs the symbiote to do all the things that he does, right? That's the that's the general idea. Like, I, and I get it's called a symbiote in the comics. Like, that's fine. I don't have a problem with the symbiote. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it's described here. He, it's all negative. He's like, oh, it like it like sucks you dry. Basically, it's like the yeah, idea. No, that's I'm a like, parasite. That's a parasite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because they and just the whole way that was handled was like, I'm like, this isn't. This is dumb. Yeah. Well, also. He's like, well, I'm a physics professor or whatever, and not a science professor. Okay, but yeah. here's the exact answer for everything. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and I actually, I actually made that note. I was like, he's a physics professor. Why is he studying this presumably living I organism? Why is know. this where Peter Parker would go? Also, is Doctor Connors his only professor? Right. I'm like, is it? Is he's like, so you're the only college. one I trust. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It is so dumb. It is so dumb. No, I'm, I'm a hundred, bleh. I'm a hundred percent with you. Hundred percent with you. It's it's weird. Um, so, yeah, jumping back to Sandman. Uh, so we get him. Uh, we we kind of set it up. He's got 
Uh, he's got, you know, we got his whole backstory, right? He's got the, the he's escaped mm-hmm. convict. He's got the family. He's got the kid that's dying kind of thing is the idea. Um, he gets caught in the sand thingy and his cells become sand. Look, it's probably just a bird. It'll fly out when we start. I'm it. like, okay, you're working on this like top secret government thing. Like no one would do that. First off. No. Uh, and second of all, I still don't know. Well, under- wait, like, wait, wait. You just said it was a government test. Oh, so that's fair. That's it's, fair. They, they wouldn't it's care. It's plausible. They wouldn't care. Everybody I know, I have so many friends that work for the government. So you can I can't appreciate say a that. lot about it. But. <laughs> no, it's good. No, 100%. I agree. That's a good. That's actually very true. Also, they, probably the NSA is probably they wouldn't care. Sorry. I mean, yes, the government always most takes efficient operation i've ever seen in my every life every precaution definitely have you been to the department of transportation oh man i mean wow the dmv oh short lines and they get people through quickly and they're always yes. really nice every time oh every time every time i love customer it. service is top notch so really. beautiful so beautiful anyway <laughs> uh we digress so somehow he gets his powers and look all of the power getting power stuff in all three of these movies has been kind of bs so i'll let it go mm-hmm. like it's it, it doesn't make sense but it's fine what I have a bigger problem with is how do his powers work? And again, it's, many other people have complained explained. about this. Because sometimes he gets hurt when he gets slammed into pipes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you punch him and your hand goes through him because he's sand. So yep. does he have to think really hard about being sand? Or <laughs> <laughs> I am going to be sand now. <laughs> and can he be anything he wants? Can he just, Apparently he can make clothes. But then sometimes yep. he's like, I'm going to stay sand. But then he can make himself into, like, a rock. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and then yes. at the end, like, does he die? Does he disappear? Does no. he get hurt? I, okay, I do have I do have the answer for that. I okay, think, okay. That at the end. What, what is the answer because for that? Because in, earlier in the movie, we saw him, like, turn into that big cloud of sand and, like, fly all around the city. Yeah. So I think he was still... I think the movie ends with him still being a fugitive from the law, but he's like, oh, I've done terrible things. I need to stop doing this. And so he leaves to, I interpreted it as like to get away from the authorities, but also to stop breaking the law, basically. Yeah. All right. I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. But the way that, but the way that they delivered it looked like he like died or something. Yeah. He just just let himself slowly disintegrate. And uh, spoiler, spoiler alert for Endgame. Okay, ready? Everyone that hasn't seen Endgame, is, plug your ears for a second. This is a spoiler alert for Avengers Endgame. For, we're going to say the next 30 seconds. Okay. It's kind of like when Thanos gets dusted. All right, you guys can unplug your ears. All now. right, we're good. We're good. But you know what I, I, I mean? got to ask it's, you about it, that. It was kind of similar. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, no, and yeah, it was – I just – I. I He's an interesting – I think – for me personally, I think he's the most interesting villain. But he, like – I don't know. I just – his whole power set bothered me to a degree. Like, it took me wrong. There's always – I don't mean to be all CinemaSins on this. Like, I don't want to be nitpicky. Just, like, legitimately, I was confused about, like, when his powers worked and when they didn't. It just didn't yeah, make sense Yeah, that's fine. To me. You don't have to nitpick, but I will. Yeah, okay, go for it. <laughs> the man has no top teeth. He never shows the top row of teeth. Does he? I actually. I he always talks that. like this. <laughs> Seriously, well, like who just go that? back who and look that at actor? any scene. That's a great question. Thomas Hayden Church. 
We uh, we always do our research before the show, guys. That's why I am looking this I, up now. Yes, it's uh, I guess he is. was in John Carter. We bought a zoo. Uh, looks like he hasn't been in a lot. He was in jo the original George of the Jungle. I gotta give oh, him that. Oh wow! I gotta give him that. All right, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, that's I, like I don't know, the guy like looks decent for the role. I yeah, guess, he did. But he did all right in the role. Just like watch him. Just watch him speak. <laughs> it's gonna watch him talk. Me. That is just gonna bug me now. It's yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. It, anyway, I that but that's one of three. Don't forget, we still have two more villains plus kind of Spider-Man himself to go. Because Yo. this movie was like, what if we just did everything at once? So we we get that we get that happens, and then later on we see Spider-Man and uh, Harry Osborn, who kind of takes up the mantle of the Green Goblin. Uh, which is fine. I guess that's vaguely interesting. It kind of it. I and let me say this: the first half of this movie, there's there's half of a good movie in here. Yes. There's half of a good movie in here. The first half of this movie, I was actually like, I kind of like. I, I actually I kind of enjoyed the first half of the movie. I, I really yeah, did. Yeah, because I was thinking like, I don't know why so many people hated this. This is this is fine. It was really. I was like, All right, this is fine. I'm like, I know the meme moments are coming, and then I like I didn't realize that the meme moments are actually the turning point of where this film gets everything wrong yeah. like I, the first half of this movie aside from the writing throughout is not great but the first half of this movie feels like it was made by somebody different than what the second half of the movie was made by it just sure. has a different it sets up really well and then <laughs> just destroys at the end so they they kind of continue off of the stuff from spider-man uh, spider-man 2 where kind of kind of the back and forth with uh, with harry and peter parker which is good i'm like okay cool we're gonna get a payoff from this and then they fight and this thing, you're like, okay, where's this going? You know, there's some new powers from the Green Goblin, whatever. Mm -hmm. And and then eventually Spider-Man knocks Harry down and he, like, busts his head, rushes to the hospital. turns out he's alive. And then he has memory loss. And I was like, this really – and at first I was like, is this going to be, like, the whole thing? And I'm like, all right, they're going to come back to this. But he, and I thought about this. Here's why this bugs me so much. You spent pretty much all, the end of Spider-Man 1, all of Spider-Man 2, and the beginning of Spider-Man 3 setting up – <laughs> this whole tension between Harry and Peter. And you start it all over again a quarter of the way through this movie just to get back to the same place where you started at the beginning. Because eventually it comes back. He eventually remembers everything, remembers that he hates Peter, all this stuff for no reason. Because it ends up in the same thing. So instead of continuing to build and then resolving it, it resets, rebuilds in an hour, and then resolves it at the end. Holy cow, who thought that was a good idea? I don't know, but it was bad. It, it's so it bad. painful. Like, why? Oh, it was just, it was just very bad. I, I don't really know what to say other than that. <laughs> it's just, I like that was that was terrible. Uh, it, I was just like, and it, I was like, what? Why? Why are we doing this? And I get maybe it's like, oh, Peter thinks he's off scot free, right? He thinks everything's okay, but like, there was just, there was no reason. There's no reason, no. and it just – it takes a movie that already is trying to do too much and forces it to rush even more because you then have to – again, you get the whole buildup with Harry again. You do it all again, and then you you get the turn at the end where he becomes a good guy and assists Peter Parker, but I was just like, it hurts. It hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It just it – it was a bad, bad twist that, that just accentuated. But even, again, even then – it's still the first half of this movie was still okay. It's still okay. 
Um, right after this, we get introduced to our what will eventually, 30 minutes before the movie ends, like literally I think it's about 30 minutes before the movie ends, become our third villain. Because <laughs> why the heck not? Uh, we get introduced to Eddie Brock. So first thing I noticed is Eddie Brock is played by Topher Grace. Those of you who don't know, that's the main guy from uh, that 70s show. Uh, I like him. I think he's a really good actor. Uh, I think he tends to like play similar characters and stuff, but I think he's really good. He was also in uh, Black Klansman from last year. A very different role from his role in that 70s show. He played uh, KKK leader David Duke. Uh, oh, for real? For real. And he actually, I, he like, like he's Yikes. good, man. You hate the man. <laughs> like, mm. it, was, it was quality. Uh, mm. he, he, he portrayed his role very well, yeah. You just, you just like, hate his guts. And he's, I don't know, he's a really good actor. I really like him. I did not like this characterization of Eddie Brock <laughs> at all. He was so one-dimensional. Yeah, it wasn't, it just, it wasn't great. No, um, and this, again, this comes back to, I, I already said this, but the whole, like, the idea that this, because they want this movie, right, to be about making the choice to be good and making the choice to be bad. Like, he never even, there's no tension at all. There's never, because you could do so much more with this, right? So we go on to find out, so basically he's a competing photographer with Peter Parker, right? He's competing, he's mm -hmm. hustling, he's doing all that stuff, he's trying to get the job from Peter kind of thing. He's on the street, he's taking the pictures, and he's going to get better pictures of Spider-Man. And he knows what he's doing, right? He knows mm -hmm. lighting, he knows angles, stuff like that. He knows what's up. And all he ends up doing, so and later on in the movie, he ends up basically taking a picture of Spider-Man in the black suit, which Peter Parker gets from having the symbiote in him, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, which is another. I'll get to that. No, I'm sorry. I have so yeah, many things. Please interrupt thing. me at any point to interject whatever. I am talking way too much right let's, now. I'm just let's let's finish Eddie and then on let's fire. go back to the symbiote. Real Sounds quick. great. Sounds great. Okay. So um, eventually he he photoshops his picture of of black suited Spider Man into this other great shot and basically Peter Parker's like, hey, you photoshopped this. Screw you. You know, exposes him and stuff. And then he's like devastated. He's like, man, I want Peter Parker to go away. He gets the symbiote. Blah blah blah. Becomes Venom at the end for like no good reason and then the movie ends it's terrible uh but like that's that's the thing is at no point there's so much more interesting things you can do because again you can have eddie brock as this hustling hardworking reporter that's just he's trying to impress his girlfriend really wants to be with this girl that maybe he feels is out of his league or something like that and mm -hmm. like and like and he and he you know he does it but like he makes again kind of the same way sandman did right where he makes the poor decision Right, maybe, and, and but you get to see that inner turmoil where he's trying to get these good pictures, and then Spider Man smashes his camera, right? And he can't get the picture. He, you know, maybe he can't, like, 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 like make it cliche, right? Maybe he can't pay his rent or something like that, you know? And, and his mm -hmm. girlfriend's, you know, he's worried about her, even though, you know, maybe she's fine or whatever. Like, he's just like all this stuff. And so he does a bad thing and he, and he fakes the picture, right? That's yeah. cliche. I wrote that, like, right now, okay? Yeah. That'd have been. 50 times more nuanced than the just garbage that they wrote him to be. And he and again, uh, Topher Grace does as well as he can in the role, yeah. but there's no nuance. No, yeah, I, you I, never see a choice made. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's it's the writers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I just, like, there's so much bad writing in this movie. And I, like... And again, even, I'm even saying, like, the, the, like, what I just threw out there is not, like, a great idea. Like, I'm not saying that. Just, like, any anything that had been just a little bit more thoughtful would have been better than than what this ended up being. Mm -hmm. It was so bad. Uh, yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Um, right at this point, though, 
is where we get the Stan Lee cameo, which, while the line is a little on the nose, holy cow, I think we can rank it now. What is the, what yeah. is the number one Stan Lee cameo? El numero uno. Beautiful. Best Beautiful. Stan Lee cameo. It was so much better. So, so much better than the rest. He, he said, enough said. I mean, like, you don't... It's... <laughs> It's so good. Come and I'll, I'll still tell you, man, I, I think for me, the Spider-Man Stanley cameos are just like the biggest tearjerkers because that mm-hmm. was his character in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, and not that he wrote it. Like, I understand like Steve Ditko didn't like most of the work on Spider-Man, but just like, I, I think like it, just from what I've seen, I think Stanley really connected on a level mm-hmm. with Spider-Man and like, it's, oh, yeah. it's just always cool to see that. Absolutely. So that that I don't I I, uh, I I enjoyed that cameo. It was it was good. Uh, this is also <laughs> so we we start to get a little bit of the tension between Peter and MJ. Basically, he kind of starts letting everything get to his head, and he stops noticing that hey, MJ's not doing real well, things like that. Uh, she loses her job, and Peter doesn't really notice that anything's wrong, um, you know, and 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 all that stuff. Uh, and then that's when we get so the city is uh, so so basically an event happens. Uh, whatever that building collapses or you know the floor collapses thing uh spider-man saves gwen stacy all this stuff so then gwen stacy gives peter the key to the city and then and then i didn't realize this is how this went because i i i kind of so i had read like the wikipedia article on the story like a year or mm-hmm. two ago just because i was curious on it so i remembered like like half the stuff from it um mm-hmm. and i i knew that peter and gwen kiss and that's like what like kind of the final straw that sets mj off Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was his idea. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm like, what? It's, uh, idiot. How, who in their right mind, right? Okay, so the whole last movie was like, Peter is like, oh, is he going to get with MJ? Is that going to be the thing? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because things are going well, he's like, yeah, plant one on me. Right. And I'm like, look, even if, all right, let's, let's no. go with the rest of it. Let's say he really, really has gotten that much in his head. No dude in their right minds would ever be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure my girlfriend would be fine with this. This is fine. This is okay. Now, now um, later on, and this is uh, – this actually I think is pretty close, uh, pretty close after. Uh, MJ and, uh, and him talk about this over dinner. What were your thoughts on that scene, Lucas? Oh, of – like he's going to pop the question yeah, at dinner? This yeah, is, this is when they're going to propose. <laughs> It was a strange scene because I I really loved the humor in it. I really did. <laughs> I really, like, it just got me because it was good. But the- um, it was just weird because, they, again, it's the writing of the dialogue just wasn't good. Yeah. It just wasn't. And Peter just was, they made him such a jerk. Such a jerk. Yeah, to such a cartoony level, uh, right? Like, yeah. Like, oh, I know how it is. Everybody loves me. And, man, it gets frustrating. And it's just, no. That's no not, one no one talks like that. No, no one talks like that. No. Also, I'd like to point out, um, like, there's the part where Gwen shows up with her family. Yeah. And, like, she's, like, she is a little flirty with Peter. But overall, it's kind of normal, I guess, because they are friends. Right, right. It was just, it was, it, I, I, it was just strange. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a really, really strange scene. 
just overall. Uh, I do agree. The stuff with, uh, I think it was Bruce Campbell was the, the actor. So he had, like, the French jokes at the beginning, which were a little awkward. Yes. Which oh, like, I thought it was fun. It was that, awkward, but it was fun. That, that was th- those were okay. But I I liked where they like he keeps trying to bring the ring. He's like, here it is. And he's like, no no no. He's like, take it back, take it back. Um, like that was that that did help elevate the scene a little bit for me. I was like, all right, that's legitimately. I found it legitimately funny. Like I was like, all right, I can get on board with this. I can get on board with this. Um, oh sorry, I just bumped my mic. I apologize, everybody. How dare you? They're gonna they're gonna hate me. Uh. Yeah, so so that stuff is good, but yeah, this this whole scene is awkward, and like you get it, like they're gonna break up. It's this whole thing. It just feels a little drug out, and just mm-hmm. filled with dialogue that is just so subpar that it's like, all right, this is not good. And this is this is where we get close. We're not quite there. This is where we get close. It's where the movie turns south. Um, yeah, it's now turning south. It's it kind of it's kind of starts to get there. Uh, so we. I think this is where we get the fight. We get some more fights between Peter and or Spidey and Sandman. Uh, we also is I believe this is where we get the uh, symbiote. Is this where it infects Peter? I think so. I think this is where it infects him. Sorry, I, I took so. I took interesting. I took more reaction notes this time as opposed to like here's all the plot points. It was more like here's why I'm pulling my hair out notes. Uh, I think this is where he gets to the symbiote stuff. He, like, beats up Sandman. Yeah, this is where he beats up Sandman and, uh, like, releases the water. Which I mm-hmm. thought killed him. But apparently Sandman is invincible. <laughs> so, what, is he just immortal now? Yeah, because I'm like, I, he can't do that. But then I guess, like, if it, if it like, dries or whatever. I, I, none of the Sandman stuff made sense. But I, 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 I think I've talked... I think we've, talk, we've probably talked enough about it. I'm sorry, guys. It just... I, I'm willing to let a lot of stuff go in superhero movies. I really am. Sandman actually bugged me. It was bad. Not good. Really Not bad. good. Uh, so we get that. Uh, and then uh, this is also where he's, like, walking out of the alleyway. And then he, like, looks in the mirror and goes all emo with his hair <laughs> for no reason. And it was at that's, this moment I went, oh, uh, this is where we're going no. now. <laughs> this is, And it was all downhill from here. Pretty much every mm-hmm. single thing from here sucked. There was almost was nothing redeeming. Um <sighs> It was bad. It was you bad. You have the scene of him walking down the side. It's, it's the scene from the movie. It is the actually, scene. and I'm not even going to lie, the scene of him dancing where he's like got the finger guns and stuff is not even as bad. Because I'd seen that scene before. Yeah. I completely forgot about the club scene. Or restaurant scene or whatever. I completely forgot about that scene. It was bad. Holy cow. All right, so he does this stuff. Uh, meanwhile, MJ is at Harry's and apparently cheats on Peter. With Harry, and oh, they kiss, yes. and I was like, yes. "Why is this happening?" Add another point to the MJ is a terrible person counter. Yeah, and I was like, "Why? Why did we need this? Like, this doesn't. What purpose does this accomplish? Because they don't pay anything off with her and Harry later. Because Harry's still a jerk. Because Harry doesn't really care about her. Like at this point, yes. he thinks he does and he doesn't. And then she, like, we already get that. Like, she and Peter are going through a hard time. We didn't need this like two minute scene that just didn't no. like it just made her a worse person like i'm like oh, now you're in the wrong kind of oh. too like you're, you 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 made the same mistake peter did anyway it was weird but then uh oh no 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 okay sorry so before we get to the restaurant scene this is where we get to where peter and harry so this is where harry comes back he gets the realization we get through that whole arc again in about two minutes 
So yay, no emotional payoff there. Um, and we get to him and Peter like fighting in the house. And at this point, Peter's kind of like yes. his brain's kind of being controlled by the symbiote a little bit. So mm-hmm. he's kind of like he's just acting in anger sort of a thing. Uh, and th- they fight and he like at the end of the fight, he like blows up Harry with his own bomb and just <sighs> walks away. And I was like, what? Like I get I'm like, is the symbiote straight up? Because I thought the idea was that the symbiote like amplifies stuff. Right. But like. Like, your friend probably died in that explosion. Like, obviously he doesn't, but he probably did. And you just don't care at all. Like, again, there's a complete lack of nuance throughout this entire thing. So So poorly done. So poorly done. I don't even know what to, like... Seriously, overall, the first half of this movie was, like, a decent movie. Yeah. The back half was a dumb dumpster fire so dumb it was so dumb and yeah he blows him up he walks out of there and then this is where they go to and maybe this is where i don't wherever i don't know the exact timeline around here eventually they go to the restaurant though he takes gwen out so he's got gwen now that's the idea Mm -hmm. just because i i guess that was the next option yeah well uh, apparently with his overconfidence he could just steal her away from eddie brock I yeah guess, kind and, of somehow and that's the thing too it's because i don't get the idea like you kind of get the sense that she's not super into eddie but you also i never got the sense that she's like i don't know if i can use this word but like loose does that make sense like i never yeah no she doesn't seem like a bad girl like no it's so just strange it's, it's never explained strange. why she's like yeah screw well i guess i guess at this point eddie has lost his job yeah but but it still doesn't make it like they don't that doesn't that doesn't make sense do anything with her character that would explain why like oh, i guess i'll just d- uh date whoever the head photographer of uh the daily bugle is <laughs> so yeah it was at this point he he exposed eddie brock and then yeah he goes to the restaurant uh with this and then oh my gosh this scene so so mj gets up to sing and peter's like hey hold on i'll be right back and then the piano he starts, starts playing, playing and then you look over and he's there and i was like Wait, why? Because and I remember after I've seen this, I'm like, I remember seeing some of this, but I'd completely forgotten about it. Uh, and he plays the piano, and then he does this whole like swinging dancing routine that physically hurt my soul to watch. It was very uncomfortable. It was so painful. Like it just none of it looked good. None of it was like it was just so bad. And uh, Gwen is just like dumb for most of this. I'm like. What? What? And I, th- th- yeah. that's my notes. I said, I said. Also, I hit how dumb Gwen is. Now he's playing the piano, and then all caps I have and dancing with gobs of question marks. <laughs> and then I said, what is happening? Just like, yeah. what's going on? Uh, oh, and I forgot. Well, and then, then right. So he's then he starts causing a scene. Yeah. 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 And so he gets into a physical altercation with like all of the bouncers. In yes. The, in the club, and in the midst of it, just smacks MJ. Yes, I was like, not cool. What? What is happening? Like, it like, he's so he's he, I I think of all the symbolism in the movie, Spider Man is the best symbolism of the movie itself because as he goes off the rails, so does this whole freaking film. Like, like it's so far removed from the character of Spider Man, it's unbelievable. It's it's like the symbiote is actually controlling him, and again. Yeah. Coming back to if the point of this movie is about choice, you never see Spider-Man make any kind of a decision. 
Like, he mm-hmm. just starts doing crap. Yeah. It's, oh, I've touched this black stuff. Now I'm evil. Right. It's like, no, none of that is interesting. Uh, at this point, uh, Gwen does realize what's happening, that, like, he's kind of, like, doing this. Get back at MJ. She's like, hey, that's not cool. She's like, I'm sorry, MJ. And then she leaves. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll give Gwen that. She's not as stupid yes. as they made her out to be in the first half of the movie. So that's right. good. That's small redeeming quality. Uh, but it's all it's also weird. Oh yeah, and then when they go to get into that club and he like whispers to the like the chick at the beginning, slips her the money, I was like, I, I, I put it's so creepy, like she should have stabbed him. <laughs> like hundred percent. He should have gotten knifed. <laughs> Toby, Toby, listen. Just man. a shiv. You you reached a whole new level of creepy with that. It, it was, was just so bad. And I was like no, it was again. Good nobody does that like you can have the whole yeah. like slip him a t- 20 try to be cool he was actually yeah. creepy it was like okay you could yeah i think it could have been one or the other right slip the person a 20 or if it's a girl have him flirt with her to get it yeah but both is yeah it was just it was this awkward mix where i'm like i feel like he was getting direction from three different people on this at the same time and he's like all right i yeah. guess i'll do it all at once it was really, really weird. Really weird. Anyway, as after this whole scene, and I'm just like, all right, this is why this movie. Like, I'm like, all right, this is where this movie's headed. Um, if I remember correctly, this is where we get uh, at some point in here. I don't remember where it is. It would be after this. It would be after this. Um, we get Spidey's up in the clock tower. Uh, the bell goes off. The symbiote separates from him uh, and falls onto Eddie Brock, who's in the church, mm-hmm. like praying that Peter Parker dies or something like that. Yeah, also, I just, I, I don't know anyone listening, if you're, whether you're a Christian or not, but just so you know, I don't think there's any version of Christianity that teaches it's okay to pray for someone. I don't die. think, I don't think like any, any like religion has that. Like, I don't think anybody like has a thing where you like pray for this guy that took your job fair and square to die <laughs> like i don't think i don't think anything has that ever also it's just interesting because at least to me it shows how little the like the writers knew about christianity because they had eddie called jesus sir yeah and you're like look and, I, and again yeah look we're not trying to be nitpicky like these are like legitimate like no. take you out of the movie things yes like it, it just it broke if you were gonna have him be like catholic or something are you not going to console right. Even if it's a, like, oh, he went as a kid? Like, again, I don't know, but I'm, I would imagine most people that went to, like, mass or church or some kind of religious something as a kid would probably be like, yeah, I don't say sir. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, and it's not that it's wrong. It's just like, very that's, awkward. That's, nobody says that. Nobody says that. Yeah. It, it, again, just, just the dialogue is just so out of whack. Anyway, he does all of this, and again, just coming back, no nuance, none of this. Symbiote drops on him, turns him into Venom, uh, and that's when we get he decides to team up with Sandman. Mm-hmm. So, and again, so we, we have him as Ve- like, like again, we have so little backstory from him. He, he turns into Venom, he hits up Sandman, somehow knows all of Sandman's backstory. I guess as a photographer, you just know everything. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and they're like, hey, we gotta, we gotta kill Spider-Man. And Sandman's like, alright, I guess that makes sense. Uh, and then we see Harry, um, at the mansion, and the butler is basically like, hey, guess what? Peter Parker cares about you. He's like, oh, okay. Guess he does. And I'm like, 
you're 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 kidding me, right? We have basically three movies building up to this moment, and that's how he changes his heart. That you build up for three movies, you reset it, went through it again in an hour, and that is how he changes his mind. Yep. Are you actually kidding me right now? <laughs> this made me mad. This actually made me mad. I was, I was so PO'd by this. Holy cow. It was just bad. The whole... <sighs> Can we just go ahead and talk about the end of the movie? Let's go. All right, let's jump ahead. There's a fight scene that's boring. Uh... And it's funny because they, like, set it up. It's like Spider-Man, you know, save her or else. And then, like, an hour later, after Spider-Man visits, like, eight people, he shows up. It felt like a video game, you know, where they're like, all right, you got to go beat the final boss. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. and then you do, like, your 20 side quests to level up real quick. Like, that's basically what this was. Uh, we get him. He talks to to, uh, to his buddy Harry. Harry says no. Eventually, Harry's going to say yes. And we jump to the end. What you got, Lucas? <sighs> where to start? <laughs> Pick any place. You could you could go anywhere. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna go straight to the end. Spoiler alert. Uh, Harry. Uh, just simply because, I don't know. He still like kind of cares about MJ, but also remembers like, oh yeah, Peter and I are actually friends. <laughs> Decides to help Peter in the final fight. Which, granted, when what once he showed up, it was it was kind of cool. Yeah, and he has a. I I like the new Green Goblin power set, yes. and I I gotta say, coolest action piece of the movie is when he uses the fire on his board to turn yes. Sandman into glass. I was like, all right, all right, that's creative. That's actually one of the more creative things I've seen in a fight scene in a while. That was cool. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, I think it's ironic, not necessarily bad, but ironic that he died from the glider. Yeah, it's I. Just- I and I get what okay. they were – it's kind of that whole, like, the, the, the come full circle kind of idea. Yeah. Right? The idea that his his father tried to kill Spider-Man and died because of his, his selfishness. And the, the idea that he put himself in front of the glider, saved Spider-Man. But because of the way he changed his mind and the way everything built up in that movie, there was no emotional payoff for that. No. And, like, the movie did not earn that moment. Yep. Also, uh, the use of the poles in the ground to stun Venom. And then ultimately kill Venom and Eddie Brock. It's just <laughs> that was no. interesting. It's strange. It was real weird. It wasn't great. It was real weird. Yeah, the the ending is yeah. just a weird mishmash of like, let's do all this. It was a fine fight sequence, mm-hmm. but it just it tried to have emotional payoffs for the characters that it didn't work for at all. Yeah, like that's that's the that, that's why just the 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 way this movie ends is just. As far as that's concerned, uh, there's there's another scene at the end. But but as far as the end fight sequence is concerned, that's just how poorly all this thing goes. Well, then you have so at the very end you have Harry Osborn's funeral, and uh, you have of course Peter voiceover, and so that scene ends with him and MJ like apart, right? Like it's like oh wow they're done like they're actually done. And then it just cuts to him going into the jazz club and, like, making it up to her. Right. I don't know. I which, hated it. Which I understand, like, and maybe it's a, like, they become friends at the end kind of a thing. Uh, it was just, like, again, it just comes back, like, this movie tried to do so much and it didn't tried to do too much. succeed at any of it. And, again, 
I think there's a way you could make all of it work. I think if you, you I think you have to cut out one of the villains. And at the end of the day, you cut out Eddie Brock. I think that's what you do. You have to cut out Eddie Brock. Because yeah. mm-hmm. he wasn't really necessary. There was enough other tension with Gwen Stacy. And because Gwen Stacy is pretty much just a plot point in this movie. She's not much of a character. She's just a plot point. But they, she's enough of a plot point to give the you know a, a more reason behind the tension between Peter and MJ. You don't need Eddie Brock there. Because he's yeah. not an interesting character in this movie. He's really not. Like, he's just, yeah. He was just bad. The more I talk about this movie, the more mad I get about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't like it, and now I'm just mad. Like, this movie could have been decent. Like, it could have been decent. It didn't even need to be great. It just had to be okay. Well, because that's, like, the first the first one was decent. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was a one, all right movie. Pretty good. Yeah, second one sucked. Like, I, I, I very much enjoyed the second one. Third one. So painful. No. So painful. It was I, It's just unfortunate. Jeez, can we go ahead and rank? We're going to rank. All right, guys. That's our. So that's our, our walkthrough of I Spider-Man don't. 3. Uh, it's time to rank the Spider-Man movies thus far. We have Spider-Man 1 at number 2. Spider-Man 2 at number 1. Spider-Man 3. Lucas, where do you, where do you want to put it? It solidly sits at the bottom. Solid sits at the bottom. And I again, I have not seen Amazing Spider-Man 1. But I'm pretty sure Spider-Man 3 is going to stay at the bottom. I'm pretty I sure. I think it will. I, I, I'm going to predict that. I don't know for sure. I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep it open mind. But if I had to guess, if I was a betting man, I'd say Spider-Man 3 is probably going to stay at the bottom. Yeah. Because yeah, of just how poorly it does everything. It's bad. It's really, really bad. Really poorly done. I'm glad I watched it. Oh, same. I same. Like, and I'm glad I can have like kind of form my own opinion on it, right? Because again, it's because it's been memed so much. It's nice to be able to to kind of be like, all right, I, I finally have my own thoughts on it. Uh, my mm-hmm. thoughts, I don't always, but this time I do agree with the internet. This is a terrible movie. It's bad. So I'd give it a three out of ten. Yeah, that's actually I was just see. Uh, speaking of three out of tens, uh, just so you guys know, uh, I recently logged back into my Letterbox account and was like, hey, I need to start using this thing again because I used to use this and it was fun. Uh, so if you're interested, you can follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, that's L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D, I believe. Yeah, B-O-X-D. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, for, for that. Um, so anyway, if you guys are interested, yeah, I think I gave it like two and a half stars out of five. Because there's half a good movie in there. That's my review on Letterboxd. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so, uh, no, I use because it's it's basically a ten point scale, so I use a similar scale to to how some other places read it. But anyway, uh, all that to say, man, just a terrible movie. Oh, and gosh. Uh, if you watched it, we appreciate you suffering through it with us. You, you are you are a hero. We hope that we sufficiently expressed your pain and anger that you felt for the film. We hope that, that we were just kind of an opportunity to help you let that out a little bit uh, and, and that it, it at least made it somewhat worth it to, to suffer through. Yeah. Good times, guys. Good times. All right. Uh, that's it from us. Uh, if you guys have any additional thoughts or you just want to complain about the movie with us or maybe you liked it. Did you like Spider-Man 3 more than we did? I want to know, and I want to know why. I'd really be interested to hear that. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. I am at JP Kilcrease. Lucas? Uh, at Lucas D. Lawrence. And I'll have the links for both of our Twitters in the description uh, of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. 
we're working our way through the rest of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, we're going to try to have them out as close to the release of the movie as possible, the new uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I don't mm-hmm. know if we'll be able to get them out in time for the movie. We're going to try, but if we don't get it, it'll be probably just about one week after the movie comes out. We'll have our review up for Far From Home. So we've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 next. That's the Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. duology, I guess. There's two movies because the second one didn't do so great, so they never made the third. Uh so we'll have those two movies, and then we'll have Spider-Man Homecoming, and then finally Far From Home coming out July 2nd. Exciting um, stuff. I'm excited, dude. It's going to be fun. And then after that, oh, uh, we got some ideas for some upcoming series, but we'll get to that when we get there. Um, Lucas, is there anything else you have to add? I think that's it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> all right. I can say. Awesomeness. Awesomeness. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, bearing with us. Uh, quick note before we wrap this up. Uh, the plan is for the next episode. I'm not sure when we're recording it. It'll either be later this week. Uh, if, if you're listening to this in the back catalog, you can ignore this, basically. Um, but if, if you're listening to this pretty pretty soon after it comes out, uh, either later this week or next week, we'll be, probably later this week, we'll be recording our next episode. Uh, we're going to try to live stream it. You're like, what does this mean? Oh, man. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be rough, I'm sure, the first few times. We're going to give it a shot. Uh, so I have a Twitch channel. Uh, if you don't know what Twitch is, that's fine. Um, the link to my Twitch channel will be in the description down below. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash sandwichboy underscore, and it's spelled weird, so just look look at the link. Uh, and uh, basically what this will allow us to do, aside from I think it'll just be fun to record it live and you guys can see our faces and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, we'll also, before and after the show, we'll be hanging out, talking with you guys about the movie, about other movies we've seen, things like that. We're down to talk about whatever. Um, as far as for those of you that are going to stick listening to the podcast, it won't change anything for you guys. Uh, we will not be talking to chat during the actual review. So you don't have to worry about, like, random questions and stuff being thrown into the middle of your episode. Uh, the Q&A stuff or just re- regular discussion will be just for people on Twitch. You won't have to worry about any of that in your feed, things like that. Uh, but it's something we're excited about trying. Uh, we're going to give it a shot for the next few weeks and see how it goes. And we'd really love it if you joined us. Um, it's, it's really fun doing this, but I think it'll be even more fun just being able to discuss with you guys and things like that. Yeah, exciting stuff to come. It's awesome, guys. It's awesome. All right. Uh, yeah. That's it from us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. Uh, if you like this, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you didn't like this, uh, please leave a one-star review on some other podcast. Yeah, please, if you didn't like it, please leave the one-star review uh, not with us. We have a, we have a four-star minimum rule. Uh, you, you can't can, review the podcast unless it's four stars. Listen, you can tweet me, okay, and just send me one-star emoji. I'll know what you mean. And it will tell me that we have to fix some stuff. It's, but it's, please don't leave the one-star review on any of your streaming platforms. Please and thank you. Exactly what he said. That's that's how this works. Yes. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Anyway, <laughs> you all are awesome. Have a fantastic time. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Bye.